Heavenly Father, we thank you for this morning. As we come before your word, Lord, we pray for humility. We pray for openness to your spirit, to your word. Let us not leave this place the same. We thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Are you glad to be in church today? Wonderful. <laughs> Satan cannot live in Africa. <laughs> because the way we torment him, he doesn't feel happy here. Hallelujah. Today I am sharing with you about I shall not want. I am continuing my series on I shall not want. Turn with me please to Psalm 23. I believe you know it already. Psalm 23. Hallelujah. Psalm 23. And uh, we have been looking at different aspects of what I shall not want means. And it simply means that God will give you everything, supply all your needs, and bless you so that you'll be able to say, I don't need anything. I'm okay. I'm blessed. I shall not want. Hallelujah. Do you understand? So the Lord is my shepherd in verse 1. I shall not want. It's an expression of prosperity is an expression of satisfaction it's an expression of everything is okay by the grace of god and i shall not want because the lord is my shepherd and verse 2 says he makes me to lie down in green pastures he leads me by the still waters we've sh- talked about that verse 3 says he restoreth my soul and he leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake we have also gone over that point i would encourage you to get the tapes from the bookshop the book the tapes are there you can just pick them off the shelf and go home with them verse 4 yea though i walk through the valley of the shadow of death i will fear no evil for thou art with me thy rod and thy staff they comfort me we talked about that as well about how the lord leads you and he will if the lord is your shepherd in the day you walk through the valley of the shadow of death you will not be afraid you will be confident. You will be at peace. Because the Lord has been your shepherd and he himself will take you through and his rod and staff, they will comfort you. Verse 5, it said, Thou preparest the table before me in the presence of mine enemies. We spoke about that last week. About how the Lord provides for us. But he provides for us in the presence of our enemies. The enemies are there. No one, no pastor, no man of God can ever deceive you that the provision of God and the blessing of God has come making things absolutely perfect as though there is no nothing to be solved no mountain to be climbed no valley to go through no problem left at all there are enemies in every situation and the Lord provides for us and lays a table in the presence of our enemies I would encourage everyone to get that tape last week's cassette 
I believe that you will be blessed. Today we move on. It says, Thou anointest my head with oil. Oil. My cup runneth over. Now, the next thing that happens when the Lord is your shepherd and if he is leading you is that he anoints your head with oil and your cup runs over. Amen. Thou anointest my head. Everybody say after me, thou anointest my head. Thou anointest my head. Thou anointest my head. Turn with me to Ecclesiastes chapter 9. And let's read verse 8 together. Or we could read a verse or two before. It says, Go thy way, eat thy bread with joy, and drink thy wine with a merry heart. Ecclesiastes is just after Proverbs. From Psalms, you go to Proverbs, then you come to Ecclesiastes. So don't go too far. All right. Let thy garments for go thy way, eat thy bread with joy, drink thy wine with a merry heart, for God now accepteth thy works. The Bible is saying that we should drink wine with a merry heart. Well, for God now accepted thy works. Verse 8. Let thy garments be always white, and let thy head lack no ointment. Amen. Amen. Now, most of the time, we think of thou anointest my head, or we think of the head in terms of, you know, our physical heads, that the Lord will pour oil on my head. And I'm going to be very happy after that. But there is more to this great blessing that God has for us. When we walk after the shepherd, Jesus Christ, when we really and truly follow the Lord as our shepherd, he anoints our head with oil. Now, apart from the head on your head, on your neck, we all have other heads. Alright? And God is saying that He will anoint your head with oil. There are three heads, apart from the physical head which you have on your body, which you must be aware of. And these heads are the thinking brain, the thinking tank, think tank. That somehow guides you and affects you in your life. Number one, the head of the country to which you belong. In Ghana, we have had different heads for the last 45 years. Kwame Nkrumah, um, Zikotoka, or Ankara, General Ankara. Then we've had a who did we have? Buzia. And then we had a champong. And then a kufu. Then Rollins one. Then we had Liman. Huh? And then we had Rollins two. And then we had Is that Rollins three? Ah, okay, Rollins three under democracy. All right, we elected him twice. 
as our leader. First he came for house cleaning, then he came for revolution, and then after that, democracy. Then now we have Kufo. Now, that's the first kind of head we have. Second head is your husband, if you are a woman. Pray about the person you marry. Sometimes I pity women when I see they are welded to a fool. Married to an idiot. Excuse the language. Some people. Who lead them into all kinds of bizarre situations. Pray about it. I'm going to talk about it today. Thou anointest my head. Thou anointest my head. Pray that your husband will be anointed. Lest he lead you into a, a forest and a desert that you, you regret. That anointed my head. The third head, I'm giving you three heads, is your pastor. Thou anointest my head. Pray that your pastor will be anointed. Because if he is not anointed, you will follow his foolishness into hell. Like Jesus said, leave them alone. They are blind leaders of the blind and all of them will fall into the ditch together. The leader and his followers. I hope I have enough time to talk about all these heads. Let's talk about the king first. The leader of your nation. Thou anointest my head. If the Lord is our shepherd, he will lead us to pray for our leadership, our government. Not just the government, but the head of the government and the head of all the... Another head is your boss. But all the subheads of the different places under which you work the head of the ministry of finance head of the roads ministry head of water and sewage head of the electricity people head of all these things thou anointest my head anoint our head O God can you pray that our head this secular Presidents and so on be anointed. Yes. 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 We can. In 1 Timothy chapter 3, if you will, please turn with me. 1 Timothy 2, I believe it is. Verse 1. It says, I exhort therefore that first of all supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for all men for kings for kings you see for your head the head of your country whoever he is whether you voted for him or not we have prayed for people we didn't vote for for a long time and your duty is to pray for people whether you voted for them or not whether you like them or not He says we should pray for them. 
for all that are in authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. Amen. Now, if you are a doctor, you may say, oh, I'm going to go to school and I'm going to live my life and I'm going to do what I need to do and I'm going to become a, a, a lawyer or I'm going to become a doctor. I'm going to become a pharmacist. I'm going to become a carpenter. But if the head of your country does not do what he's supposed to do well, you may be a doctor or a teacher in your country. But you might as well be a cleaner in another country. Because the kind of system that has been set up in your country will be such that becoming whatever you become wouldn't make much difference to your life financially or in, in many other ways because the kind of system that has been set up will be adverse or averse to the prosperity of maybe a businessman or maybe would be, would be against the system will be such that if you are a carpenter, it's just up to a point that you can go, but you can't really rise beyond a certain point. Yeah. Or if you are even a pastor, you can get up to a point. Those of you who watch uh, some of the te- te- pre- pastors who come on television from abroad and so on, you find out that they, in their country, they can come and cast, broadcast their satellites and their television programs here in Ghana and we watch them. But I'm a pastor in Ghana, from Ghana, based in Ghana. I don't broadcast my television program in their country. I don't have the financial power to do that. Probably what it will cost me to uh, go on television here for uh, one month or one day, it may cost to go on television there for, uh, for one year, it will cost to go on television there for one day. So I may be a pastor, but the head of my country affects and limits to some extent whatever you are going to do so for lighthouse to get to a point where we are sending missionaries to different countries in africa and all over the world it's a miracle it's actually god doing something in spite of the circumstances under which we are you may say i'm going to, i'm doing computer science i'm finishing I'm, I'm going to be a computer scientist and so on but it's not likely under the environment that has been laid by the heads of the country that you will ever become like Bill Gates who also did a bit of computer work and he's become a billionaire and his assistants are also millionaires and billionaires so the person who is the leader of your country right and what he does okay and what he does especially over a long period really 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 affects you so you need to pray for those that are in authority so that you will be able to live a godly life without stealing godliness means to not steal one 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 church member came to his pastor said pastor we have been collecting bribes pray for us forgive us pray for us but if we don't do we don't know how we will survive And if you look, for instance, at some of the hypocritical salaries that are paid in our country, you get it. You obviously are saying to people, we know you cannot live on this amount, so steal the rest. Steal the rest that we didn't pay you, steal it. Otherwise, starve to death. 
that's all, all you are telling all what you are telling them is leave the country leave when as soon as you finish and you whatever leave the system go away you are telling people go away from this country there was a time i used to pray when i see doctors trying to leave and i would tell my advisor why don't you say but at a point i realized i was i look at certain doctor i said how many years have you been walking around here you know a doctor you cannot buy a car you don't have a car now i think things are a little better for but i, I don't know if they can still buy a car and I, I, I asked my, I remember when I finished medical school, I said, and I was, I, I remember what I was earning, I was earning what, 21,000 CDs. And um, I was looking around, put two and two together, I said, wow. As I, if I work here, what is going to be my portion? You know? And I, when I finished working for a year under the ministry of, I felt deeply hurt. I felt the ministry of hell did not love me. I felt they didn't love me. They didn't care about me. And so, I wouldn't want to work for them. Even if I was not a pastor, I wouldn't work for the ministry of hell. Personally, I would find something else to do. You see, because, you see, we are creating thieves. You know, when uh, Victor Solomon and all these people were arrested and they are prosecuting them for stealing and all that, you know, people shout and say, but... How much is their salary? I'm not saying it's right to steal. It's wrong to steal. But you create a system which is hypocritical. And that the person's official salary is what? 700,000, 800,000. You get it? And you see these people, some of them have to do things. Their children are abroad. They are doing this and doing that. And so even up to today, the salaries are still like that. And so we have these people in various places. Sometimes they don't have any business abroad. Or maybe they have to just go for one day conference. But they will extend it for 14 days so that they can have per diem for 14 days. And all these are just wasting the money of the system. And so there's a lot of hypocrisy within the system. And you have to do all sorts of things. So that is why the embassies of the western countries in Ghana are flooded with people trying to go away. Not because they don't love Ghana, but because they want another leader. They want another head under which they can be a doctor or under which they can be a pharmacist or under which they can be a teacher. Have you ever thought you wouldn't be able to read if there were no teachers? My mother-in-law is a teacher. We call her police teacher. And... She, she had a sticker on her car once and the sticker read, if you can read this, thank a teacher. If you, and I never thought about it. People taught us to read. If there were no teachers, we wouldn't know how to read. We wouldn't even be able to write O-level, common and nothing. Because of teachers, they are so valuable. Nurses are so valuable. But in a system where such people are not appreciated, nurses you know, do, do more in terms of the hours and the, the input they, that they make sometimes to keep the patients alive than almost everyone else. They are not appreciated at all. And sometimes you realize that they are not, the head does not appreciate them. And so they want to leave. That is why all nurses are trying to leave Ghana. There's an exodus of nurses. And the Western country, so in other words, our medical schools, our nursing schools, our lab training schools have become training grounds for Western countries. 
So they are allowing our governments to spend money to train them. And then as soon as they finish, so we, 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 we like your training and we, we, we know you. So we are waiting for you. And they all just move out. Not because they don't love Ghana. But because sometimes we appreciate other things more. I remember one day I was in the operating theater with a surgeon. And um, he had a very, very old car. And as we were operating, he was a special surgeon. He wasn't just a general surgeon, a special surgeon of some special things. And as we were operating, you know, I remember that morning very clearly. And it wasn't, it wasn't uncommon. You know, the fitter would come to the door of the theater. There are about three doors. And then he would come to the back one and say, tell him. That. And then we would be operating. You know, I would be assisting. And we would be on the blood. Everything is open. So the carburetor. It's not working or something, something. Fit that then, break part then, uh, 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 contact set, and various, various clutch discs, various things were wrong with his car. He couldn't buy a car. All the time that I was there, I watched him as he drove an old, repair me everyday car. <laughs> I was not surprised later when I heard that he had gone away. Would you be surprised? No. That's why we must pray that God should anoint the leader of the country to take wise decisions. Because when he continues to take decisions that are not wise for the country, we continue to go down and down and down. And look at us, we are like beggars. We have to, we, we have to depend on white people. White people have to come and sit at a donors conference. Every time there's a prayer, there are times I'll be, I'll be watching the television with my wife. Sometimes I watch television, my wife is chatting with me, I'll be watching. And then I'll, I'll tell my wife, you, you see this project? A white man will come on by all means. You just wait and see. They're inaugurating some school or some building. I said, there's a white man somewhere. You wait and see. And lo and behold, the white man will come and say, a donation from so-and-so, Danish so-and-so, or Swedish so-and-so, and so on. It's almost as though we cannot do anything for ourselves. Or even the environment where they would rather be bringing others to come and pilot our airlines or other doctors from other places and pay them thousands of dollars and our own people will be paid. That's why we need to pray for the person who is ahead on top of us. Thou anointest my head. When the Lord is your shepherd, you pray. He will lead you to pray that God anoint this person who is over us in the nation. Why should a beauty queen be more honored than a nurse? Because of the size of her breast and the size of her buttocks and the amount of adipose tissue that she has on her body. What has it got to do with her? But if you can be a beauty queen and you've got enough underwear to display all over the place, you will be given a car and a house. But I don't know of any award for any nurse which gives a nurse a house or a car. They are some of the most beggarly elements you can have around. Just come. Ah, we are so happy with you. Have a, have a car. Take this car. Take this house. Then you are happy then. Okay. That's all. Then you have a car. And you ask them to speak. When they start talking, you say, um, I like to uh, uh, help the environment of the nation so that things will be improved. In the... They don't even know how to talk. Some of them, please, don't take me write letters to me I beg you but we don't value them no wonder everyone goes away 
I can count on my fingers the number of my classmates who are left here. I remember one doctor, he told me, he said to me, I'll never forget, he said to me, I've worked here, you know, he's an, he was an elder, he said, I've worked here for 20 years. And he pointed out, he said, I have nothing. I am nothing. I have nothing. And he showed me the hospital he had worked for this country for 20 more years. And he told me, he showed me his little children. He said, I now have little children. What do I do? How, how do I look after them? And he showed, pointed to his wife. See how my wife, she's trying to do so many things just to keep us alive. Thou anointest my head. Thou anointest my head. My, my head, the head of my country will be filled with wisdom. So that they can take the decisions without politics. That we can live in godliness and honesty. You see these people, this government. They are, they say they are very legal. Legalistic. They've come into power. They talk about the rule of law and we see all the lawyers. All of them are lawyers. We are setting up a fast track court. We are going to arrest people at the risk of destabilizing the country. They will do that. No problem. When it comes to the ban on drumming, a very simple matter that under a legal constitutional government, the same constitution which they are using to do whatever they think is in their interest, when it comes to the ban on drumming, that somebody can be in his church or his room and worship God like this, or worship God like this, or sing a song and say, Thou, Lord, art a shield about me. Very simple. You have a right to worship God in the way you want, as long as you don't disturb somebody or cause any disturbance to the society in any way, in any way break the law. A simple thing where you are entitled to your own opinion, to your own religion, freedom of religion, freedom of expression. And you see them, they won't come out and say, they play politics. But when it comes to arresting Victor Salome and arresting Tatutikata in church on Sunday morning, they can arrest him. But when it comes to the church, which voted for them, that stand up and say clearly that we are allowed to worship God. Anybody who wants to attack others and break their car, it's wrong. You can't, you, it's wrong. Say it clearly. They'll they play politics like that. Every time they, you see the meeting, we are, we are trying to find a lasting solution to the conflict in the nation. We are trying to find a lasting solution. So we are meeting with the religious leaders and the traditional leaders. For the last how many years, finding lasting solutions? Where is the rule of law? So you see, when it is in somebody's interest, then he, he will use the law. When it is not in his or he feels that he should play a bit of politics, then he will not use the law. Pray that God will anoint the head, that there will be rulers, true rulers, fair leaders, that we can trust them. I met one of the leaders of, of this country and I asked him, I said, I mentioned one of the corporations, I don't want to mention, but it flies. And I said to him that, listen, why should you allow such an organization to continue to exist? Every time the thing moves, it brings a bill. It's not that it's like when it goes, it earns $100,000 for us. But anytime it moves and goes anywhere, a new debt comes to Ghana. 
Why do you allow something like this to continue to exist? For even one day, even Switzerland, Swiss Air, they've closed down their Swiss Air. I don't want to mention the name of the, the, the organization. <laughs> don't, don't say I mention any, any organization, but I'm not mentioning, but I, I can tell you that it flies. <laughs> anyway. So we've got to pray for, oh God, I pray that one anointest my head, the head of my nation. Pray that God will anoint them with wisdom, fairness. Because you see, I was telling somebody, I said, you see these people, especially on this ban on drumming, because our church was the first church over which this ban on drumming, it was a political thing. No government, nobody could break down our walls and attack us they were and get away with it unless they had some backing from somewhere. There is no way. I mean. But I'm just saying that this group has also come. They also play. You want to see whether, yeah, they should say it clearly. And then when we are voting, we will know those who support traditionalism, those who support Christianity, or even don't have to support it. Support any, every religion should be free. Every country, do whatever you want. But we should be entitled to, in our room, you know that somebody will come to our room and take the drums from our church. I mean, how? Or come and take away the loudspeaker. I mean, how? How? I'm holding a mic inside my room. Nobody can hear me even at the car park here. And you come and take it away. And attack people and beat them and cut them with knives. And the blood is on the... I mean, how? How? In a civilized country. And you say you are lawyers. All of you. From the president to the attorney general. All of them are lawyers. And you say you are not sure. You are finding a lasting solution to the matter. Amen. Number two. Thou anointest my head. Pray for my husband. When you marry a husband, you know, if he is wise or he's a fool, he will lead you. He is your head. The Bible says he is your head. My husband is a very bad foot. He's your head. He's now your head. Before you married, he was not your head. Now you married, he is your head. Look at, look at Ephesians chapter 5. Verse 22. Wives, submit yourselves unto your boyfriends as unto the Lord. Pardon? Okay. Wives, submit yourselves unto your own what? Husbands. As unto the Lord. In, in other words, the same way you submit yourself to your Husband, the same way you submit yourself to the Lord is the same way you should submit yourself to your husband in everything. 25. Husbands, no, therefore, as the church is subject unto Christ, so let, no, what am I reading? Verse 23. For the husband is the head of the wife. Amen. Even as Christ is the head of the church, and he is the savior of the body. Amen. i give you an example. The Bible says the husband is the head, head of the wife. So why if you don't have a head anymore? Your husband is your head. Now if he's not spiritual, he's your head. If he's spiritual, he's your head. If he's wise, he's your head. If he's a fool, he's your head. 
If he doesn't want you to work for God, he's your head. If he wants you to work for God, he's your head. If he's trying to take you to hell, he's your head. And I, I can preach this a thousand times. All women will still say, I want to marry. Please, I want to marry. Pray. Pray for him. Oh God. I pray for Job. I pray for Joseph. I pray for Kwame. Oh God. Oh God. Oh God, touch his heart. Pray for him. Because your husband, he will lead you. He will prevent you. Because when a person is the head, he has authority. He has keys to a house. He can close the door and say, you are not going. He can open and say, you are going. Except you will come out of the marriage many times. Pray. And husbands, you must know your responsibility and know that you are ahead. You can't be just some way. And you must know the kind of person you are trying to marry. Sometimes you are marrying somebody, you see that this is the, what the person, what the, made the person happy in her life. And now that you have married the person, you are trying to stop the person from doing everything that made the person happy in his, his or her life. One of the things that I realized in my, in my life, in my marriage, I realized that, you know, my wife was an individual before she met me. She used to choose her own clothes. One of the, one of the times that we had some, you know, like quarrel about something, we were trying to buy clothes, and she would ask me, is it nice? I said, no, it's not nice. Is it nice? It's not nice. It's not nice. And I told her, I said, you know something? Before you, I married you. You used to buy clothes and wear. When I see you, you were nice to me. So now buy. Anything you buy is nice. I'll accept it. We don't, I, you are an individual before you met me. You used to do your hair before you met me. Everything you were there. And I saw you and I liked it. If there's a particular, because there's some particular I don't like. I just veto. This particular one, I vetoed it. I don't, I don't like it. But apart from that, do anything that you want to do. Because the person is an individual before she comes to marry you. And if you try to tie the person, everything, I, and the only thing you can, you can only open your mouth when I say open your mouth. Ah. Close, shut, ah. Close, shut, ah. You are a fool. You are leading someone who will never be happy. She will never, never be happy. She must be able to open her mouth when she wants to say whatever she wants. Be happy, free. You want to go out? I enjoy it when my wife goes out. Anytime my wife goes out and she comes, usually I go out and I come and she's waiting. I mean, she's not that she's waiting, but she's at home. But anytime she goes out and I am at home and she comes back, she's always happy. And I like it when she's happy. Because when she's happy, then I'm happy. And you know what? One man, a pastor, he felt he was being so strong. I'm the head of the house. I'm the head of the house. I'm the head of the house. I'm going to show you what it means to be a head of the house. He was so hard on his children. He had two children. So hard on his children. So hard on his wife. Yeah, no, do this. Do not do this. You know, yeah, you can't buy this. You can buy this. Hey, women are created to like certain... Women like dresses, clothes. I mean, sometimes I watch my wife come into church and she comes into church like that. You know, and then I see people as if it's a fashion party. Then they all look. When I'm on stage, I, I see this. Like, then when she arrives, scanning, they scan. 
day I was talking, one day I was talking to somebody, she said, and the lady, the lady who's, who's uh, had that hair or who was wearing the brow, I said, I don't, I don't see. I mean, when they are doing their hair and all, all these things they are doing, I don't know who they are doing, but me, I don't notice most of those things. I just notice either you are looking nice or not, but I don't know why you are looking nice or why you are not looking nice. Anyway, back to my story. I was telling you this uh, guy. It was so hard. I am the head of this house. Nothing is happening here except I allow. I am not allowed. I am allowing it. I'm not doing it. I'm allowed. Huh? Strong. Children like to play. You are not a ghost. You are not a spirit. So sometimes you, 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 we tell children, don't play. Uh, don't, uh, you are playing the, uh, what is it, rough. Don't, uh, what do they call it? Stop that rough there. Or they are, uh, you are playing the full. Children play. Their nature is to play. They are not workers yet. That's why many of us are not creative because when we were playing with cars and playing with things, we were stopped. Stop it! Stop, it. Hey, stop that rope there! I wouldn't allow her to do this. Maybe she was singing in the choir. I won't allow you to sing in the choir again. Maybe she was a, a shepherd. No, no, shepherd, shepherd. You go to come, 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 come. Let no, finish. I don't know you're a pastor anymore. I will not let you do I will not let you do this. I'll not let you do that. Now, don't see that friend anymore. Don't. Let them have friends. Women need to talk. Women, they need to talk. It's, it's a need. It's not something they occasionally. It's something like food for them. They have to talk to be free. Anyway, I'm telling you this story about this husband. And my time is up, so listen carefully. <laughs> Very hard. Very hard. When his first child got to the age of 19, finished school, the child said, I've had enough. I'm off. Had enough. He left the house. The second child, a year later, finished. He said, I've had enough of this iron castle. I'm out. Left the house. The following year, the wife said, Ah, now the children are gone. I've had enough of this iron castle pasta. I'm out. And he went out. The husband was found dead in his bed at the age of uh, 30 something or 40 something. That was, I mean, that was after that. Everybody left. You can't mix up. I'm the head of the house. The head is not a fool. Head is a leader with understanding of all the elements that are under you. Thou anointest my head. Oh God. Women, pray for your husband every day. Oh God. Oh God. Pray that you are not married to a fool. Because marriage is like welding. You are welded. So if he's going to fire, you go to the fire. And there are times you must know that this fire I cannot walk in. I won't walk in it. Ananias and Sapphira, he, he lied. Ananias lied to the pastor. And he told his wife, when you can tell him the same lie, is it clear? Yes, foolish husband, I have agreed to it. He died. And she came the same church service. And Peter said, the people who carried your husband are coming to carry you. And she also died. Because she followed foolishness. Nabal, another foolish husband. Very hard. Unyielding. Unforgiving. He refused to bless David. But his wife, Abigail, she realized that this man 
is not doing the right thing. So she came to David and quietly said, my husband is a fool. It takes a lot for a wife to realize her husband is a fool. You know? But it's sometimes important to realize when it is the situation. She said, forgive him. But here is what you need. Don't do anything wrong. And her husband died. Thou anointest my head. Pray that God would anoint your head. Not your physical head. The heads that he puts over you. Pray. Thou anointest my Anoint President Kufo with wisdom and knowledge. Anoint my husband. Anoint my pastor. Unfortunately, we don't have time to talk about the pastor. But that would have been good for us to talk about that. Thou anointest my... If your pastor is not anointed and he's not into say, you will never experience certain things. Oh, yeah. The Bible says, as the priests are, so are the people. If he's a certain way, you will all be at that level. You can't rise beyond it. As the priests are, so are the people. Pray that your pastor would be what you want him to be. Amen. Thou anointest my head. Stand to your feet. God bless you for listening to this message. Visit www.daghewardmills.org today for more audio and video messages, information on upcoming events, and so much more. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every single day. And remember, God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind.